beep, 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 beep. Shut up. I'm listening to Zdenek from Zdenek's English podcast on the English with Rob podcast. English with Rob. Hi, everyone. It's Rob. It's English with Rob, the podcast. And yes, today my guest is Zdenek from Zdenek's English podcast. How are you doing, Zdenek? Hi, Rob. I'm fine. Thanks. And it's great to be back. Thanks very much for having me again. You are right, listeners. You heard the words back and again. <laughs> Zdenek is my first ever returning guest. He's been on before and now he's back. It's good to have you back, Zdenek. Uh, thanks. It's good to be back. And it makes me feel really special. Thanks a lot. Oh, you are special. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I introduced Zdenek before in the last time he was on, but let's just say a few words about Zdenek. He's, he's from the Czech Republic. He teaches English. And the last episode we did was all about uh, learning English and teaching English through board games because it's one of your passions, right? It is, yes. And nothing has changed since uh, we did the last episode, yeah. <laughs> Nothing's changed since to, to, uh, together. <laughs> about, what was it, maybe two months ago, something like that? Not so long ago. Yes. Nothing's changed. We're still Something in a, along those lines, yeah. We're still in a pandemic. Mm -hmm. We're still making <laughs> podcasts. You still have games. I still make rubbish little jingles. <laughs> Everything's the same. Okay. <laughs> so um, today I, I couldn't decide what to make a podcast about. You know, I was, I was trying to choose and I thought I'll yeah. make a podcast about making decisions because i couldn't decide that's clever yeah uh -huh. i see what you did there yeah <laughs> and uh what i decided to do was we're going to play a game and it's a game that i play with my english learners in um my english lessons where we have to choose yep. between two things so i'll explain more later when we get into the game but first mm -hmm. we're going to do some Useful vocabulary. Yeah, useful vocabulary time. So we're going to introduce these words, phrases, idioms, which Stenik and I have put together. And then, hopefully... We will be able to use them and you will be able to hear them used in action uh, when we play the game. So, uh, Zdenik, why don't you start with our list? Sure. So, the first one on the list is to choose, which is obviously a verb, to choose. And uh, it means to select, to pick. Let's say you have two options, so you choose one of those options. You mm -hmm. go for one of those options. And um, like, you have to be careful because this is an irregular verb. So the past tense is chose and the past participle is chosen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we have got a, a choice, which is a noun. It's a countable noun. And uh, a good collocation to learn would be to make a choice as well. Mm -hmm. yep. And yeah. We're going to be making some choices later. So the mm -hmm. next one is... Um, when you're choosing, when you're making a choice, what you have to do is you have to decide. You have to decide. And it's a it's regular, so decided. 
But these are the words some I find learners uh, uh, don't always know. The noun is a decision. And that's always with make. Make a decision, just like make a choice. And as a person, you can be, so here are some adjectives, you can be decisive or you can be indecisive. If you if you make decisions easily, if you decide things easily, you are decisive. But if you don't make decisions very easily, if you go, uh, I don't know, <laughs> then you're indecisive. Are you a decisive person or indecisive, Stenic? Mm-hmm. Uh, me? Well, I've, I've, I've actually thought about this because that was my homework. And you know what? I, I, I guess I guess I can be both. It really depends on, uh, on what I'm deciding on. <laughs> so I, I can be decisive, but I can also be indecisive. Mm. Actually, I was, I was looking at this uh, subject with some like business English students the other day, and we were looking at personality traits for mm-hmm. your ideal boss. So ca- what characteristics do you want your ideal boss to have? And one of the things for a, for a good boss is to be decisive, to mm-hmm. to make decisions quickly and without hesitation. That's part of being a good boss. But the problem is they have to be the right decisions also. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, it's your turn. Oh, um, okay, so next up is either or either. Now, the thing is with this, I think we, we want to look at the pronunciation, but let's explain what it means first. So let's say I've got two options. So I can choose either option one or option two. So it's like a quite a useful word to use. And it goes with or, so either or. Uh-huh. And... Um, Regarding the pronunciation, um, there are two ways you can pronounce this, either or either. So you can pronounce it either either or either. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can pronounce it either, either or either. (laughs) Yeah, good. (laughs) And and according to uh, the research I did... um, um, basically, it turns out that either is preferable in the USA. So in American English, most most people would go for either. But when it comes to either, I, I always thought that it's actually more British, but turns out that a lot of British people use either as well. So what, what do you use, Rob? Well, I was trying to think about this, but the thing with things like this is... When someone asks you, how do you say that word? I, I, I can't decide in that moment. <laughs> I'm indecisive. Oh, I say either. What do I say either? I'm not sure. What, I, what you have to do is catch me saying that word naturally without asking me the question. Right. But yeah, the, the general, um, it was mean of me, Zdenek. I didn't see on the list that you were going to end up with the UK, USA pronunciation. Uh, but no, I like I like I like answering these questions. Good. So don't worry, but don't worry at all. Um, so yeah, you know it should be that either is the British and either is the American, but as is happening with a lot of these pronunciations, is that the Americanisms are sneaking into the mm-hmm. English <laughs> syntax and uh, staying there because they come out of movies and TV. And people yeah. hear them and 
learn them and say them just like uh watching tv in a second language and and picking up the vocabulary um so yeah exactly. I, i'm pretty sure i say either but yeah. it might just be the brit in me that wants to have the british one and not but mm. yeah i say either as well but to be honest like i have heard british people say either yeah definitely Re repeat will, yeah. Re repeatedly you know so um and also according to what i found online it's it's a it's a real split it's something like schedule and schedule like you would you would think that all brits would use schedule but it's you know gradu gradually as you as you mentioned it's kind of schedule is kind of creeping in it's creeping in and yeah yeah next we'll yeah. be saying tomato <laughs> <laughs> i think i think we're a long way off from there though <laughs> tomato listeners tomato <laughs> okay so either either and then with the opposite when you don't yeah. when you don't want either yeah. or you don't want either as i should say <laughs> um you have neither and neither so i want neither a banana nor an apple i'll yeah. have some toast please so neither something nor something else is like a collocation right. a phrase okay and here's here's a phrase to um talk about deciding to make up your mind to make up one's mind so it's 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 to decide but to with to make up your mind i think there's more the um the idea that it takes a bit of a longer time to make up your mind uh so for example when i'm sitting watching with netflix you know before when before netflix and everything i found it easy to make up my mind what to watch because we just had five tv channels but now we've got i have netflix i have amazon <laughs> and because of star wars i have disney plus now so okay. every evening when i want to sit down and watch tv it's really difficult to make up my mind what to watch next yeah we are, we are spoiled for choice warning oh idiot warning idiot warning idiot was that loud it is. did that come loud in your headphones no it's no? fine okay. i was just i was just pre pretending to be uh, surprised <laughs> to be <laughs> to be spoiled for choice uh yeah. so the when the idiom alarm goes off we we have to explain the idiom uh when you've got too much too many choices too many to choose from you're mm. spoiled for choice yeah with netflix these yeah. days we are spoiled for choice and then it's difficult for you to make up your mind mm -hmm. exactly so the next one is to take something into consideration um i'd say this is quite a useful phrase i'd say it's more formal than the previous one as well mm -hmm. not necess not necessarily super formal i think it's quite neutral but it can also be used in ac i would use it in academic language too um so to take something into consideration so when you're making a decision when you're choosing between few options let's say um, you look at let's say all the aspects of that situation that you're in and that will help you decide to make your decision so you have to take several things into consideration i don't know maybe when you're sort of wondering like what what you're going to watch whether a tv show or a film like how much time like your what you can take into consideration is like how much time do i have or mm -hmm. 
or do I, do I want, uh, am I, am I down in the dumps right now? Do I want to cheer myself up? Do I want to lift the spirits or am I ready for something darker? Yeah. So you have to take into account. That's another one. You have to take into mm-hmm. account different aspects and stuff. Yeah. Good call. Uh, yeah. I definitely would say that that's a good one for anybody who's doing some academic writing, anybody who's having to submit papers in English, uh, taking things into consideration, definitely. Uh, And here's another sort of idiomatic uh, phrase. By the way, the idiom alarm doesn't go off in the useful vocabulary because we explained that it's sort of idiomatic. Uh, It's to have second thoughts, to have second thoughts. So this is after you've made a decision so you think, uh, okay, I'm going to watch um, what's something people are watching these days. I'm going to watch The Tiger King. I think that's a mm. bit old now. I think everyone's seen it. I'm going to watch The Tiger King. And then you start watching it and you think, you know what? On second thoughts, I think I want to watch something that's not uh, a documentary. I think I want something a bit more lighthearted. On second thoughts, this is too real. So it's mm. when you, uh, have we had this one already? It's when you change your mind. There's another phrase for it, to change your mind, to have second thoughts, have second Mm -hmm. thoughts about it. I think it's often um, talked about with uh, weddings, right? Just before a wedding, uh, a friend of the bride or a a friend of the groom might say, are you you having second thoughts? Mm -hmm. You know, are are you thinking maybe not to get married today? Are you having second thoughts? Maybe it's more like from romantic TV comedies than uh, than real life, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> this one is actually often used in ING form, as you said, like it's a, because have can also be a state verb, but here it's a, it's a dynamic verb. So uh, we often hear it like that. I'm having second thoughts mm-hmm. about it now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the next one on the list is to be on the fence about something. So... This is one of my favorite and the reason that one of my favorite expressions here on this list. And the reason is because it's so easy to remember, actually. You know, you know what helps us uh, to remember things and phrases and vocabulary? It's often how well we can imagine it. Yeah. So yeah. If, if we can have some sort of association to some real life concepts or something that we already know. And well, you just imagine a fence, like if you know the word fence, like you are on the fence. So should I ju- jump on this uh, to this side of this fe- of the fence or to the other side? Yeah. So to be on on the fence, it means to be like to not to not know whether to go for option A or B is sort of to be to how, how would I say to be in? The, hmm. Well, it's when you can't you can't decide you yeah. can't make a decision. You can't decide, you're, you're on yeah. the fence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, for example, maybe you have to buy a new uh, a new car, and there are so many good cars out there. You've read lots of reviews about which cars to buy, and you're on the fence. Should I should mm-hmm. I buy a Ford Fiesta or a Opel Corsa? <laughs> I was going for like a teacher level cars. <laughs> no, no BMWs or Mercedes. <laughs> okay. Well, you you would have to add some bicycles. You would have to toss in some bicycles. For this to work for me as well yeah yeah <laughs> for a lot of teachers too <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah to be on the fence oh in case you don't know what a fence is um a fence separates like 
mm, what, what does it separate Ga- two, gardens, two pieces of land mean. usually gardens yeah. yeah in your garden yeah. with your neighbor between your garden and your neighbor's garden there will be a fence it can be low mm-hmm. it can be high it can be wooden it can be metal a yeah. fence okay next on the list i'm just having a look is uh to be in two minds about something and this is another idiomatic one and it's very similar to to be on the fence about something uh and it means you can't make a decision i'm in two minds about it it's like one one you've got two minds one of them is saying option a the other one is saying option b i'm in two minds about it i can't decide Mm -hmm. and the next one is a toss-up between so um another Another one that can be visualized quite easily, I think, because what you do with a coin is that you toss it up, you toss it, right? You toss a coin and then it's the head, heads or the tails. So it's either or. Yeah, and good. Uh, if, if, if you don't really know like what to choose, which of the two options to go for, then you might as well just toss a coin, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It's a toss up between this and that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the next one is... This is the opposite. This is when you, there you know exactly which choice you want. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Like, uh, okay, trying to think of a spontaneous one. Uh, let's go with cars. Hey, Rob, do you want this uh, BMW for free? <laughs> or do you want to pay me uh, 10,000 euro for this Ford Fiesta? <laughs> well, it's a no-brainer. I, well, hang on. All, I have to consider all things. Is the BMW working? Is it is it new? Is it there's no problems with it? No, there are no problems with it. Okay, then it's a no-brainer. I will take the BMW for free. Thank you very much. Do, do you know what I would ask? Go on. What, what's the catch? What's, what's the catch? What's the catch? Warning. Oh, they go. The, the idiom alarm goes off when it's something that's not on the list. Is that an idiom? What's the catch? The catch. Um, I think it is. I think yeah, it's because uh, it is. isn't it from from fishing, the, like the catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I think it's, it's it's well. We could go into what what an idiom is. You know, that's quite yeah. difficult to define sometimes as well. But I, I suppose it's something that doesn't have. The, if you look at the words in the expression, they don't have literal meaning. So I think in this case, yeah, I would say. Wouldn't you think that it's an idiom? I it's, would say so. It yeah. sounds idiomatic to me. The idiom alarm thought it was an idiom anyway. So what's the catch? <laughs> anyway, at, at any rate, at any rate, another useful phrase. Oh God, I'm just building phrases I have to explain now. Let's go back to what's the catch. It, it means what is the what is the negative thing that I don't know about? What's the catch? So yeah, do you want this free BMW? It sounds too good to be true. What's mm-hmm. the catch? Do I have to buy a new engine for it? Um, are the police going to come after me? Is it is it a stolen car? What's, yeah. what's the catch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Uh, okay, so now we're into um, language for when you make the decision. And I think we've said this one a few times. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go mm-hmm. for. So do you want A or do you want B? I'm going to go with A. Oh, I'm going to go for B. And obviously I'm yeah. saying I'm going to go for, but because I'm speaking and this is uh, a, quite an informal chat, I'm saying gonna, I'm going to go for that one. 
Yeah, and I would say there is also a slightly more formal and less known variant of this, and that would be to opt for, which I often hear like when I listen to the radio, mm. um, when they're talking about the government, maybe some sort of a choice the government make. Yeah, def that's definitely yeah. a uh, place you would hear it. Boris Johnson opted for... Oh, I can't even think. Uh, uh, I... I Pfizer Pfizer vaccine as opposed to the uh, AstraZeneca one or something Ooh, like that. <laughs> don't think he would have done yeah. <laughs> he, he would, uh, so Britain uh, produced the AstraZeneca vaccine. Boris Johnson opted for the German Pfizer vaccine. Oh, that would be controversial. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know with Boris. Uh yeah. Well, actually, yeah, you let's not get too political. Okay, so there's the useful vocabulary, guys. Let's, Zdenek and I now use this useful vocabulary in a game which, which is called Would You Rather? And this is a, a game, some people, it's like a game people play in the pub. Would you rather do this or that? So you've got the choice of two things and you have to choose one. And guess what? I made a little jingle. And it's not that one. It's this one. You've got two things to choose from. Be selective. Neither is right or wrong. It's subjective. Which one will you choose? Which one will you choose? longer than when I listened to it before. The would you rather there we go. Okay, the two are not the same, the would you rather game, and maybe you heard with the whispering bit, uh, you have to be selective. So you have to choose which one. And it's objective. It's objective. With, with this game, no, that's not the word. Subjective. It's subjective. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's subjective it's up to you it's it's your own choice it's there is no right or wrong answer but with this game by the way if you want to see it online it's called either.io or if you're in america it's called either.io <laughs> and this is uh people have um submitted their own would you rather questions so these are all user-based, so some of them are a bit stupid because many people on the internet are stupid or crazy. Some of them are interesting, some of them are deep. And after you uh, choose which one, it's it will tell us the percentage of people that chose that one and the other one. So we can see, after we've made a selection, if we've chosen the most popular answer or not. Mm. So it's not right or wrong, but we can see if we are... With the majority, if we are normal or if we're, you know, <laughs> against the majority, a bit different. So, 
Are you ready, Zdenik? Yes, I am. It sounds like fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I hope so. Yeah, so for it's good teachers out there, this is a really good uh, thing to play in your English lessons. Maybe prepare the would you rather questions beforehand so you don't get something crazy or stupid that you have to explain or rude, which happens sometimes. Uh, I, I just won't read those ones out on the podcast. Or maybe I will. I don't know. We'll see. Well, after the episode about the F word, I yeah. think you can do anything. I can. You can. You think? I think you can do anything now. Rob. Well, that's well. <laughs> with that one, um, yeah. If you're interested in hearing some swear words, listeners, you can listen to my episode about the F word with Ronan from English, Acro not English across the pond, English on the road, um, uh, where we dropped some F bombs all over the place, and I feel like I got all of my swearing out of my system <laughs> in that one podcast yeah. and <laughs> you know there's not that much more left in me but swearing is okay yeah. on my podcast i just don't want to be too you know there's rude and there's crude mm -hmm. and crude is when it's it's too much it's too much and yeah i, I really only swear when it's yeah. necessary or yeah. i'm a little bit drunk or something I have to say that I definitely subscribe to this because personally I might use it, I might uh, choose to teach it occasionally, but often it's because some of my students mispronounce certain words oh, yeah. and then it's a great choice to sort of lighten up, lighten it all up, you know, and just, you know, just some, to teach something that's quite useful, but you mustn't, you mustn't, you shouldn't overdo it. Mm -hmm. And then there's this famous video an Italian who went to Malta. Do you know that one? Uh, don't think so. Tell me. Yeah. So every so listeners and and Rob, Google an Italian who went to Malta. It's uh, it's a really famous. It's a viral. It's a viral video that was published years ago. But um, basically, it's it's like an animated video about an Italian who went to Malta. And because of his accent, um, he said a few things in the wrong way. You can imagine <laughs> when he was ordering a meal in a restaurant, uh, he doesn't have a fork on his table. Uh. So he go, he walks up to the, or he, he calls for the assistant. And um, but because he, he mispronounces the word, you can imagine what he says it's i'm really not explaining it well i'm not doing justice to it so just google it everyone and uh you will have you will be amused okay and you, yeah and you'll learn how to pronounce the word fork knife and fork yeah yeah uh, when we were kids um do, i think the, the reason we say knife and fork it's like a qualification not it's a collocation <laughs> not qualification it's a it's a collocation knife and fork it always goes that way round Nobody says mm -hmm. fork and knife because right. it sounds like it sounds rude. It sounds like you're saying fucking knife, fucking knife. <laughs> so when we were kids, we'd say, mom, I need a fucking knife. <laughs> and she she knew what we were doing. She'd go, hey, yeah, a yeah. knife and fork, please. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's now focus, I mean, focus <laughs> on <laughs> the game. You, you seem to be infected. You have a you have a virus. Yeah, it's not corona. I've caught it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm gonna find a good question to start off with. And my computer is frozen. Why is this? Um, 
don't know. Put it in the microwave. That that might help. Oh. <laughs> uh, English with Rob podcast does not recommend putting your computer in the microwave. I'm oh, s- I'm s- I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't realize that it could be taken off the internet if we publish this. Sorry, that was just a joke, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> okay, we're back. It's it's unfrozen. I just had to shrink the window, and um, open it again. Okay. You can hear me clicking through all the bad ones. <laughs> okay, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna start with a stupid one. <laughs> okay, yeah, this is this is the tone of this podcast. I think. Would you rather be slapped full force by a UFC fighter? So UFC fighter, what is it? Ultimate Fighting Championship. Would you rather be slapped full force? By a UFC fighter, or lick a dog turd. Do we have to explain right. the word turd? Turd is a piece of poo. Yeah. So <laughs> normally the two things are related. Here the two things are not related. But which one will you choose? Hmm. So let's weigh right. up or let's consider everything. <laughs> Being slapped full force by a UFC fighter is going to hurt a lot. Yeah, what are you thinking, Zdenek? Well, I, I would, I would much rather be be slapped by a US, US. What is it? UFC Ultimate Fighting UFC, Championship. UFC Ultimate Fighter, because uh, I think I will probably, I would probably survive that. And if I didn't, I wouldn't know about it. So I think that would be fine. I would probably pass out. Most likely, I would pass out. Hopefully, not pass away. And. Uh-huh. Licking turd, <laughs> that 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 might have like far, yeah, far-reaching con- consequences on my mental state. It could be like a tra- traumatic experience. Imagine that. I hadn't thought about that. That's true. There's definitely like once you've licked a dog turd, <laughs> you can never have not licked. You will always be the person who licked a dog turd. And you, you I was thinking never, more like you about would never the health. Be able to lick anything ever again. You know, like a lollipop. Mm. Forget about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So no. I, I'm not on the fence. What about you, Stenic? Yeah, it's a, it's a no-brainer for me. I mean, I definitely I'll definitely go with the UFC fighter. Yeah, me too. And, I mean, it's gonna hurt. And, You'll recover. And you know. You know what? You know what? When you know what could uh, tip this? Is that the expression to tip the scale? Tip the scale tip the sc- or or tip the balance? Yeah. So yeah. like a scale is. Um, Scale is is a word that I find uh, many of my students don't know uh, because there are two uses of scale. But one is in German, it's Vaga. Um, okay, you know the um, the statue which is outside the courts and it has a it's holding a scale and it's when you weigh things um, yeah. like when you're weighing flour to make a cake. And the traditional ones are like on a a pivot and it's two bowls that go up and down whichever one's the heaviest mm-hmm. so when it yeah, when you're talking I, I, about tip the scale you're talking about putting something on one side which is heavier yeah and we say to tip the scales as well i think it tip the scales yeah mm-hmm. so basically uh i would go for the fighter one because i think i might even become famous because of that 
I, I could record a, an, a podcast episode about this as well, but I can't imagine doing the same uh, about the third, you know? <laughs> yeah, me too. Okay, so let's let's click uh, Slap for Force by UFC Fighter. That was 68% of people chose that one and 32% of people uh, would rather lick a dog turd. Okay, that's a uh, <laughs> higher proportion than I was expecting to go for the doggy one, but okay. Okay, here's the next one. Would you rather hmm, be Matt Damon or be Ben Affleck? Would you rather be Matt Damon or Ben Affleck? Hmm. That's not that's not a question for me because honestly I don't remember actors' names. So I oh, you don't I, know I who they are? Oh, I I've heard those names. They ring a bell. Warning! <laughs> idiot! Warning! Yeah, idiot alarm is slow. I think it was turned down. It rings a bell. Uh, it rings a bell. It yeah. means you know I. I I can I have uh, the name in my head, but I don't know exactly. It rings a bell. Uh, no. I definitely have heard it, but I I can't say precisely what it is. Okay, so you don't know who? Okay, so hang on, I, let's, let's do some films. Just, um, the the yeah. Born Identity. Do you know the Born films, Jason Born? It's just a waste of time, like trying okay, to let's this <laughs> make me remember actors because it's just something about actors that I just can't remember actors' names. Like if you ask me about the footballers' names, I would do better in that. But when it comes to actors' names, it would have to be someone like Sean Connery or someone really super famous, and then I might know. But I mean, these are definitely famous. I'm sure. Yeah, they someone are, but... super famous like Matt Damon or Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drop okay, it in. I'm skipping. I'm skipping to the next one. I'm skipping to the next one. Oh, I think that went off. For, why is that going off? Oh, it must have been for because, because, to rub because it I in. Said, don't, don't rub it in. Don't, don't rub it in means don't um, don't don't emphasize it. Don't keep talking about the uh, the delicate situation, the unfortunate <laughs> situation. Don't rub it in. Yeah, the in, the uh, the embarrassments Danek is because he does not know the actors' names. Okay, well, no, ever ever since you started, like I. I I know, like I've heard Matt Damon. Obviously, I have heard the name, but ever since you started with it, I was like, "Oh no, oh no." <laughs> wow, that's interesting. You can't you so you yeah. I'm sure you've you've watched the films, but you can't like put yeah. a name to the face. Okay, Zenik, here's the next one. This one, this one is much more interesting. Would you rather have the ability to teleport, or be able to time travel? So to teleport, meaning to just I suppose click your fingers or close your eyes and then and then be somewhere else, be anywhere mm -hmm. else without traveling or mm -hmm. be able to time travel. Hmm. See, I'm thinking that it's a toss up for me. It's a toss up because mm. to have the ability to teleport um you know, that would be very very convenient. You can travel anywhere, not have to buy a plane ticket. Um, <laughs> but to be able to time yeah. travel would have a lot of benefits too. I could when I think about all the things in my life that I would change. Hmm. You you could go back in time and find the find the first Bitcoin. coronavirus patient, the patient Ooh. zero, right? We yeah. call them. 
And then you would just save the world, you know? Ah, uh, but you would have to kill that person. <laughs> no, you would just isolate them. But I suppose in killing them, you would save so many. Yeah, you just, okay, yeah, so... just isolate them. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I just went straight to killing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so have you made up your mind then? Um, I haven't made up my mind. Let's discuss it more. What are you thinking? Um, the thing is, like, isn't time traveling also kind of teleporting? Would you would you stay mm. in the exactly the same spot? Yes, in all the movies yeah. I've seen. Okay. You definitely. Okay. Uh, well, unless you've got a TARDIS like Doctor Who, which yes. can travel in space and time. Mm -hmm. Normally, I think time travel you you are in the same place at whatever time you want. Yeah. Or wherever well, the time circuits are set to. Mm -hmm. Time travel sounds like a real deal, doesn't it? Like you could. But the thing is, like it, it might sort of lead you to situations like where you could really <laughs> make some terrible things, like do some terrible things, right? You could affect affect the life of a lot of people in a, in a in a wrong way. Like you, you would have to be careful. Because obviously, if you change the past, it might have consequences for the present and yeah. the future. I'm I'm thinking about so... Doc Brown, uh, with from Back to the Future, with his uh, chalkboard with a line of yeah. the time, and then a line that's gone off to an alternate future. Yeah. Uh, that yeah you I think this is an appropriate place to use a, a swear word. You go back in time, you change something, and if you change something, it's going to fuck everything up. It yeah. changes It changes everything. Well, not everything. It changes a lot of things that happened after that. Exactly. So, you know, you just have to make sure you don't bring back a sports almanac with all of the results of sports games, and then, you know, that gets into the hands of some bad guy. Catastrophic yes. consequences for time travel, potentially. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I, honestly, it's a it's a tough choice, you know. I would. I'm temp. I'm tempted to. I'm tempted to say, time travel because it's just cool, you know. Yeah, it is cool. And but think of all the Bitcoin there's, there's, you would have by now. But there's a lot of responsibility on your shoulders, and you would have to be. Um, you would have to be a good character. I'm not sure if I trust myself enough, you know. That I wouldn't. Hopefully, I wouldn't take advantage of of it because I don't know. I, I hmm. it's probably it's probably safer to go for teleportation. <laughs> I, I think you're safe. You already the first thing that came to your mind was stop the coronavirus, and yeah. and you wanted to do that by isolating <laughs> instead of killing someone, unlike me. So I don't. I think you'd be quite responsible with it. But maybe financially, you know, I might I might take some financial gain through time travel, which would be quite easy, just invest in the right things. Um, yeah. Is that, is that dishonest or wrong? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Well, no one's getting hurt, but <laughs> I'm not working hard for my money. Hmm. Okay, I, okay, I think I'm going to go with, I think I'm going to go with teleport for the practicality and uh, it's just more... Less chance of fucking things up. Mm -hmm. what, what are you going to go with? Yeah, I, I'm opting for teleportation as well, just in case I mess things up and um, 
you know, destroy the whole world, which would be okay. disastrous. <laughs> if you want to see some things about that, listeners, I recommend the film. I don't often recommend Ashton Kutcher films. That's the actors, Denik. Um, but, oh, okay. <laughs> um, there's a film called The Butterfly Effect, which is very, very good about time travel. And he goes back and he goes back. And then when he comes to the normal time, he he's in a wheelchair all of a sudden. Not because of mm. something he did, but something which was a consequence of the thing he changed. He ends up in a wheelchair. Yeah. And uh, yeah, interesting. Okay, wow. This is 50-50. 50 mm -hmm. 50% of people choose teleport and 50% of people choose time travel. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, if you think about it, they're kind of similar. It's kind of a similar thing, right? So, yeah. And it makes yeah. sense because we uh, we were on the fence for a while. So yeah. it makes sense that it was close. It does, yeah. Even closer than Brexit. <laughs> okay, here's one. Would you rather have no eyebrows or have a unibrow? So eyebrows are is the hair <laughs> above your eyes. You have two yeah. eyebrows. Or a unibrow, which is just one eyebrow that goes across your face instead of having two so this is this is an interesting one but um i do have experience with the unibrow actually because i used to have it as a kid oh yeah i was actually quite picked on that little bit when but not you know i didn't i didn't take it too hard no not at all people not at all in. but I, I remember being picked on that right because kids they just sort of choose anything that looks a little bit different i suppose yeah, of course. to you know to emphasize it but um yeah i used to have uni what's, what's it called again uni a uni, uni eyebrow so, no just unibrow oh That's a unibrow uni i used to have that so that's no longer interesting to me i suppose but having no eyebrow hmm I know there are people who have no eyebrow because I think it can be like an illness. Yeah, there is well. a condition yeah. where um, there's a famous uh, English swimmer, British. I'm not sure if he's English. Anyway, a famous British swimmer called Duncan Goodhue. And he had this condition where that you lose all of your body hair, every, yep. not, not a single hair on your body. And mm -hmm. um, but I think, you know... It doesn't maybe you're right as if, if if you were a kid and you had this condition uh you might get picked on uh kids might rub it in but yeah and and i know one person as well personally uh his name is pierre luigi colina and he used to be uh, a big name in football refereeing he used to be a referee and he also suffers from this condition i think yeah i'm looking at the picture right now as we speak and Yes, he has no eyebrow. So personally, Rob, I would. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to say unibrow again. I, I suppose because I already have experience with it. All things considered, taking everything into consideration, I think this is a, a safe, safe bet for me. Yeah, I'm. I would go with that one too because. There's something you can do about it. So you've got the option, you know, you can just yeah. shave the hair in the middle or, or have some treatment, yeah. I think, to get rid of that hair in the middle. 
But with no eyebrows, then you you've got no choice. Okay, so unless you buy unless you buy glue and they just glue in some. Uh, I think you're never going to be able to do that. Uh, and well, we don't recommend doing that, listeners. By no, the way, yeah, the it's English just, with um... Rob podcast does not uh, <laughs> condone. Uh, both though, there is nothing wrong with having no eyebrows. Okay, let's get back. Fifty-one. This is a close one as well. This is Brexit close. Fifty-one percent of people chose the unibrow option and 49 percent mm. of people chose to have no eyebrows right let's go to the next one not that one uh oh, this one is about taco bell which is an american food chain which i don't know anything about yeah skip that please uh, next <laughs> next uh oh this one just says facebook or twitter it doesn't say, I, I suppose you can only have one on, on your, you can only use one for the rest of your life, let's say. Mm, mm, Facebook or mm. Twitter. This is a no-brainer for me. What about you? Yeah, same for me. Like I've never, I've never really used Twitter that much, so. Uh -huh. And for me, Facebook is, there's a lot of friends that if I, if I close my Facebook account, I would just lose contact with them. Not that I ever speak to them anyway, but there is a sort of <laughs> link wow. there in the background for <laughs> some of those people. And Twitter, yeah, I, like you. I've but, never, but you I've, know what? Go on. You know what, Rob? I think I'm having second thoughts. Oh. Because actually, I, I might need a bit of digital detox right now. <laughs> so it might actually, you know, it might ha help my mental state if I deleted my Facebook for good. Oh, okay, so, so I'm, I might be I might be having some second thoughts, but I might also have said it just so that I can use the expression to have second thoughts. Well, it leads me context. to uh, <laughs> be able to use the phrase. So you would have neither Facebook nor Twitter in that case. Yeah, that would be a blessing in disguise. Warning. Oh, Idiot. 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 alarm was quick Warning. that time. Idiot. Warning. Idiot. A blessing in disguise. Uh, so it's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, but you don't really know it's a good thing until it's happened. It's a blessing mm -hmm. in disguise. Uh, like Transformers are robots in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> this could be a blessing in disguise. Exactly. Okay, let's find another good one. Okay, oh, this is about uh, being in foreign places. So would you rather live in a foreign city and not know the language or live on an island alone? Yeah, well, uh, this is a no-brainer again. How many times have we, have we used this one? Um I'm going to say uh, a city that I don't know the language of. Yeah. Because oh. first of all, like I can always, you know, make attempt make attempt to learn it. I can make effort to um, to learn it, and secondly, I can always just go there to teach English. You know. Um, yeah. And you know, as we know, th these days English teachers don't really. I mean, the, the most common method does not really favor using the L1 in the classroom, does it? 
the most popular method of teaching English these days, yeah, especially here in, in, in the West part of the world. We're told not to use L1. L1, so that's, that's some uh, teacher chat. Uh, L1 is the first, someone's first language. So, for example, if you're teaching in France, the idea is that in an English lesson, you don't use any French. You don't translate yeah. words, um, which is, yeah, it's a good principle. Many people agree. Some teachers uh, break that rule. If all mm. of your students in the classroom are have the same L1, sometimes it's easier just to translate a word really quickly and move on with the lesson and make sure everybody's noted it. And then later on, use the same word and mm. to remind them. And with... I think there is some argument for when you are an A1 learner, very, very low level learner yep. to use a bit of translation there. Mm -hmm. uh, but mm -hmm. yeah, I think if you, if it was, would you rather <laughs> teach English <laughs> and not use L1? Uh, you, mm, yeah, you should always, oh God. The, never take mind. Over, please, take the over. The problem is, Rob, that there are a lot of teachers who, only use or let's say 90% of the class is conducted in the mother tongue that's the not, problem. and not in yeah. the target language and this is the biggest issue in my humble opinion and I stand by it yeah I mean you should I think you should use as much as as much of the target language as possible and you know yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the, you know what, what I found what the best you... situation sorry. is. Um, sorry, I talked over you. Then I realized the the best situation is when you are, and I've th I've had this, and I prefer it when you are in a lesson, and the students have different L ones, and they don't right. all actually speak yep. the language of yep. the country you're in, or you have an online lesson and people are from all different parts of the world, and then there is no L1 to use, or you shouldn't use the L1 because there, it's not okay. fair on a couple of other learners. Yeah. And that uh, is a good situation for a teacher mm -hmm. because then, you know, they, they, they can't use the L1. It's not fair to use the yeah. L1. It's also the most natural way for you to use that language that you're learning because you can immediately, you know, use it in a conversation with the people. You can use it to socialize to uh, make bonds and connections with your mm -hmm. classmates so i i love this and you know if, if only if only we could always teach in this kind of way we if only we we always had students of different nationalities it, the language learning would be so much more interesting easier and motivating yeah lessons like that often because you learn you learn you have people from different cultures, you learn different things. When people are giving examples, they they might say something surprising that, you know, from their from their home country, and then everybody learns something about that too. Okay, so we, we're both going with live in a foreign city and not know the language, which I have done several times and then learnt the language mm -hmm. a bit. <laughs> okay, that yeah. one gets 68%. And I'm surprised this is so high. 32% of people chose to live on an island alone. Um, well, maybe they have some issues. Maybe they would choose to do that <laughs> rather than just live anywhere. I don't know. I mean, maybe they like the beach and yeah, maybe it's like, it's like they imagine themselves as Robinson Crusoe or something. Yeah. But they've, they've, uh, they've... I think, I think it, 
don't you think that this coronavirus situation is having an impact on a lot of us? Like a lot of us are staying at home and doing everything from home, like working from home and not really going out much. So I think maybe, maybe um, this, if, if we are to stay in lockdown any longer, I think this number is going to go down because people will realize that this is not the ideal scenario. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Sometimes people just want a piece, a bit of peace and quiet, but some people yeah. now have too much. You know, what? I just realized that I didn't actually click on the, uh, on the Twitter, Facebook thing to find the numbers. Did I? I thought I thought you hadn't clicked the record button when you when we started this episode because that has happened to me before. Oh wait, <laughs> no, the record button is on. I think I can't oh, go great. back to that. <laughs> oh, I, I can't go back to that one. I can't go back. Sorry. Uh, if only I'd selected the be able to travel through time option, then <laughs> I could have gone back and not clicked right. so quickly off of it. Okay, here's the next one. Be okay. I don't know how. How are you with your Disney movie cartoons? Because this one is be Cinderella or be Ariel. I I I, I know who the who these characters okay. are. Thankfully, so <laughs> um, so Ariel is the one that it's like the a mermaid, isn't she? Mermaid. Ariel is she, a mermaid. Yeah. Yeah, she's half fish and half human. Right, um, that's a mermaid, yeah. And, but... and and the other one is a Cinderella. Um... <laughs> I okay, I let's let's consider all the things. So with Cinderella, okay, well, both of them are similar in that they end up being princesses, yeah, being married to a prince. Um, okay, Cinderella. That might be the issue, Rob. You know, I don't, I'm not sure if I want to be married to a prince. Well, this is would you rather? You've got to choose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, with Cinderella, she <laughs> used to be a slave. Not a slave. She had to do all the housework, and yeah. uh, I think she was. She had some bad treatment, but Ari that's Ari right. But like a sur at least she surrogate didn't mother and all that. Yeah. So it's like a story from zero to hero, isn't it? So it's like a success story, which is always nice. You know, but, it can it can all. I don't it know, can only get better, right? It can only get better, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Are you waiting for it the can't get any, It can't get any worse, which I, I sometimes like to be in that position. Like if I know it can't get any worse, because then there's a lot to look forward to, you know, a bright future ahead and all that. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the idiom alarm must be broken. Uh, bright future ahead. Mm, I'm not sure if it's if it's even an idiot. No, that's why I think that's why it didn't go off. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, but well, Ariel, you know, she would you want to live under the water? Would you want to be, uh, hmm. be a mermaid? I think it would be interesting, but only for a few days. I think I'd yeah, I'd miss all of yeah. I'd miss my Netflix and things like that. <laughs> There's probably no Netflix in the in the mermaid world. But in the in the end, if we're talking about be Ariel now. She's not a mermaid anymore. Spoiler alert, people who haven't watched The Little Mermaid yet. At the end, <laughs> she's not a mermaid anymore. Oh. So in the end, they're both in the same situation. Oh, yeah, what I was going to say about the, the the success story of Cinderella. It's not really, is it? It's just look, because she goes to the ball and right. the guy likes her. Mm. And what what has she done, really? She's just been pretty and charming. <laughs> well, she's not really 
her fairy godmother did all the yeah, hard work really that makes that makes sense yeah it's not like no yeah yeah you're probably right it's all luck isn't it and then although although like the the prince doesn't the prince uh uh sort of doesn't the prince look for the exact size of the of the feet of all the women in the in the town yes or village or I and think... then so is it is it really luck rob because eventually he would have to find a person right well even if even if he had to burn down the, the whole village or something <laughs> <laughs> a bit extreme for me that that is a big flaw in the story because okay so she forgets her shoe she loses her shoe and then he finds yeah. her by i think he might have had a bit of a foot fetish this guy he goes around to every woman in the town <laughs> And to see if this shoe fits. But what do you think? If you have like a size seven shoe and you go around to every woman in the town, how many women do you think are going to fit in that size seven shoe? It's, it's going to yeah. be more than one. Yeah, but, but Rob, as, as far as I remember, Cinderella, notorious, she notoriously had a really small size for for a woman of her age okay as far as i can remember uh, i think not... it was really small no I don't no remember don't you that think? detail uh i, I suppose there's lots I of think different so. that's, versions that's... well that that is no. even weirder about his weird fetish <laughs> then let's <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm gonna go I with ariel know. after after that uh after, <laughs> after that revelation about the prince <laughs> Okay. okay, I'm going well, with Ariel. What about personally, you? Personally, I'm going to go with Cinderella just, okay. just to be different. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, so I'm I'm the more um, popular. I've got 62% for chose to be Ariel. 38% chose to be Cinderella. Maybe it was the history of being a, a slave or maybe it was the mm -hmm. strange prince with a foot fetish. Who knows? Or maybe people yeah. just want to live under the sea okay let's mm -hmm. how long are we doing okay let's do a couple more uh oh this is oh this one is a bit deep <laughs> okay would you rather forget who you are or forget who everyone you know is oh right that's <laughs> that sounds like a so sophia's choice you know that one sophie's choice Sophie. yeah that's sophie's choice yeah. i think i've not seen it but i know that sophie doesn't she have to choose one of her kids to uh yeah. get rid of to be taken to the concentration camp it's it's set in uh, during the second world war uh-huh and she can save and only it, one and right she, and she has to make the choice like she, obviously she doesn't want to i'm not gonna say what she did in the end because then we would spoil the uh, this novel i think written by styron thing as far as i can remember and um she has to choose like if she doesn't choose then both of her kids would be taken taken away from her so uh-huh yeah I've, i this is an interesting thing about um um literature when it's so popular it becomes in it not becomes it the language goes into the syntax of the of the country like it's yeah. a, it's a Sophie's choice is what we say and another one is um catch 22 catch 22 is exactly what i was thinking yep. of Stenig, yeah <laughs> uh, so like a situation where there's been such a good book about it we use the book 
as the term for the situation. Yeah. So yeah, is this like a Sophie's choice? I don't know. Uh, anything. And also, like, isn't it the same thing? Isn't it the same thing at the end of the day? I suppose if I if I choose to forget who who I am, then does it make any difference, really? So I can choose. What is it again? I can choose to forget who I am. Yeah. Or I choose to or forget, you forget who everyone else is. Yeah. Or you forget. So either you wake up and you go. Who yeah. am I? What's my name? What am I doing here? Or you wake I, up okay. and you, I don't know, you, your, your, your mum calls you and you go, who, who are you? Woman, yeah. I don't know I you. suppose it depends on whether I can live just by myself and just, okay, let's say to start over, turn over a new leaf. Warning. Idiot. Warning. <laughs> oh. Idiot. Warning. Turn, turn over a new leaf to, to, to change your life, to change your yeah. personality turn over a new but leaf. then but then if if i really love the people around me and it might sort yeah. of like it's not just family you know, it's also friends yeah yeah it's it's everyone like can you imagine all your listeners oh yeah i know them all <laughs> 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 no, i know all five of them <laughs> yes i'm talking to you listener <laughs> Wait, are you talking to me? No, listener. No, no. I know to you. Your check, see, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Check, I wouldn't checkmate. know you. Are you talking to? Are you talking to me? To your checkmate? To my Denik is my checkmate. <laughs> the king of games. <laughs> because I am. I am your listener. <laughs> oh, you're. The, you just download it five times every week. No. Oh. <laughs> every time I go running, not every time, but when I go running, um, I have to make a decision when it comes to which podcast I'm going to listen to because I like to run for about one hour. Your podcast has the, the right length. Oh. So yeah. Great. It's not often people <laughs> say I have the right length, especially ex-girlfriends, oh. but, uh, <laughs> for podcasts, oh, wow. I've got it right. <laughs> there you go. There's, there's a rare, uh, innuendo crude joke. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, listeners. I think I think that 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 episode, that, that fuck episode, is still in your mind. Bro. Yeah, it's still it's still in there. It's still coming out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What, let's make a decision well, about this one. What would you choose? Uh, choose. I'm very indecisive about this personally, so I will let you decide. Well, <laughs> I'm going to go back to films again, Zdenek. You're not going to like it. It's a film with Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler, and it's called Fifty First Dates. And in this film, so this guy's girlfriend, every day when she wakes up, she mm. doesn't know who she is or doesn't know where she is. So mm -hmm. every day, this guy has to um, tell her who she is, where she is, who he yep. is, what's going on. Uh, horrible. But this doesn't say anything about that. It just says, forget who everyone you know is. But surely after that, um, everyone can say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm this person, I'm this person, this is how I know you. I don't know. And if you forget who you are, could you then just go and ask someone and then they tell you everything, but then you wouldn't have all your memories. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. This is a real toss up. But there's, mm -hmm. there's so many, there's so many factors that I could ask. Oh, what about this? What about sure. that? Hmm. I think... Mm. This this one gives you a little bit of a headache. Yeah. Right? Because this is really like 
it's well, I, you, you know you what? were right when you go on. Yeah, sorry, I was right no, when I, I just wanted to say you were you were right when you sort of uh, said at the, at the beginning that this would be deep. <laughs> this one is deep, yeah. You, yeah. Um, well, so if these are the two choices, if you forget who you are, that suggests that you would still remember who everyone else is because that's the hmm. other thing to choose from. So I'm going to say I want to forget who I am, but still know everyone else. But if I forget who I am, yeah, this is the. How this can is you? The, how, how can you remember who everyone else is? It's a conundrum, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. Uh, yeah, they should have said forget who you who you are. The other option should have been everybody you know forgets who you are. <laughs> so that 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 film you get you gave example about. So the girl forgets who she is, but then there's this film, the Gr Groundhog Day. Isn't that like? Yeah, that's the same day over and over again. So he doesn't forget, right? But yeah. he he knows yeah, but, everything that but, happens. He can't move but, to the but next if, day. But yeah, that's. I don't know how that is relevant, but it kind of came to mind. Who's the um, actor in in Groundhog Day? <laughs> Are you taking the piss? A little bit, yeah. It's Bill Murray. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Cynic. <laughs> that's that's all right. Okay. That's all right. Uh, I'm going to go with forget who you are and yeah. Okay. Wow. 73%. I thought can I, can I, can I choose neither because I want to practice this vocabulary. So will I get away with it? If I just say neither? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? That can be the phrasal verb of the week. Phrasal verb of the Uh, you can totally get away with that. To get away with something means to escape, uh, to escape, to not have any blame, to not have any yep. consequences. So, you know, I could have said, no, you have to choose one. Yeah. But, but you decided to let me off. To let you off. Another a double phrasal verb of the week, to let someone <laughs> off, to not punish or not... Yeah. Uh, you know, be, uh, have any negative consequences for someone for doing something uh, mm -hmm. wrong or uh, against the rules or something. Okay, so he got away with it. I let him off. He's choosing. Thanks. He's choosing neither of these. Uh, but if you're interested, seventy three percent chose to forget who you are. Not you, mm -hmm. Denik. <laughs> forget who they are. <laughs> And okay. only twenty percent, twenty-seven percent chose to forget who everyone they know is. I thought it would be closer than that. Okay. If they if they forgot who I was, and it was seventy, how many, how many percent? Seventy. Seventy. I've gone off the screen now. Seventy-three, wasn't it? Something like that. It it might not have. It might not be too bad because how many people must have taken this test? Right? Can you imagine? So seven. It sounds like it's it's bad if they forgot who I was, but. <laughs> Oh, I can go back. Okay. Uh, 73%. <laughs> you want to know how many people? It's uh, 1,075,327 <laughs> people chose to forget who uh, you uh, are, Stenic. Uh, okay. I don't want to be that famous. No. <laughs> <laughs> I would lose my privacy and all that, you know. Okay. Let's find. Uh, do you want to end with a silly one or a deep one? 
A silly one, please. Okay, this is a good one. Okay, I found a I found a stupid one. Would you rather <laughs> Would you rather burp confetti or <laughs> or fart glitter? Okay, so do we need to explain burp? Burp is when you make a sound. You know what? I'll do it. Oh, sorry. Ooh. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the best way to teach it, you know. Wait, it's just... I can do a better one. I can do a better one. Okay, that's a burp. And a fart. Okay, this is no, not really. I'm not doing it. I can't. I, I, I can't. I, I, I can't fart on, I, on command. I'd have to. I'd have to eat some beans first. So I, I'm sorry. I, I haven't. I haven't had any beans today. So no. Maybe I'll just pause the recording until one comes, and then. No, I can I can make I can make an artificial one if you want. <laughs> I can't believe it. Zdenek just got up, bent around to the microphone, pulled down his pants. I did nothing <laughs> of the sort, listeners. That was that was a realistic sound, though, Zdenek. Yeah. Okay. So, burp is from the mouth, fart is from the bum. I did it from the mouth. I, I, I farted from my mouth, but yeah. normally it's from the bum. The, the yeah. sound came from the mouth, but it sounded like a fart. Okay, burp <laughs> confetti. Confetti is that uh, like colorful small bits of paper that you throw at a party mm. or a wedding. And glitter yep. is the small, very, very small, very mm. shiny uh, stuff uh when do you use glitter in, in arts and crafts? Do you use glitter in yep. some makeup has glitter on it mm -hmm. in it? Some makeup has glitter in it. Okay. So would you rather burp confetti or fart glitter? I'm kind of on the fence about this, but I think I would lean towards, uh, confetti because I think it would be easier to clean. You know, yeah. Because, uh, imagine I, I've, I've already had glitter on me. Once, when I, once I was uh, teaching in London at a summer camp, and um, when you teach as a teacher at a summer camp, you also you you also kind of live there in a in a in a hall in a hall of residence, uh -huh. and there were some activity leaders, like young activity leaders, who always wanted to party and drink and you know sort of have fun <laughs> <laughs> have fun in the evenings because it, it was it was quite it could be quite stressful at times yeah it's okay one, but not every night and, yes and one night i think it must have been the last night of the whole camp they um they brought this glitter and we went we went out we went to a club in london and we we all had the glitter on our faces and it's just i i i, I could i had it I found it uh, um, in my body like five five days later when I was back in the Czech Republic. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it might be difficult to get rid of sometimes. It's like so small that it sounds count counterintuitive, doesn't it? Because it's it glitters, so you should be able to see it. But I don't know. I'm... Um. I think the idea is that it's fun, right? It, to 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 have these at a party, you could do it. But farting glitter is, it's going to be in your in your underwear, right? Or or mm, you have to expose yourself to, uh, have the fun. 
And also, is this glitter going to smell? Exactly. That's exactly why you, you took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, thank goodness you said mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> so uh, this is why I'm going for burping confetti. I think at a party, it'd be great. You know, just put your head back, burp, and loads of confetti comes out. It's out of your mouth, so it's uh, not as gross as out of your bum. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're going for that. Yeah. You're not on the fence anymore. Um, you're no, not in two minds. Definitely not. Okay. <laughs> Let's go with burp confetti. Oh, 56% chose burp confetti. I thought that it's would be quite close. It's quite close. I thought, thought it would be yeah. by far the most popular, but there is something really funny about farting glitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite surprised about this, actually. I thought it would be much, much more decisive. Yeah. Well, it's nice to end the podcast on a surprise. Okay, Zdenek, thanks for coming on again. And I'm sure it won't be the last time. Yeah, me too. It's been, absolute, it's been an absolute delight. And yeah, I, I had good fun. Thanks, Rob, for inviting me again. Oh, it's always fun. That's why I have you back. Okay, uh, everyone check out Zdenek's English Podcast too. And uh, you can find him on Instagram and YouTube uh, as you can me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to hit the jingle. Bye, Zdenek. Cheers. Bye, Rob. English with Rob.